help my DTC grow. Strategies and quick wins that build up 8-figure DTC brands. How can D2C brands leverage both Amazon and their own website for maximum growth? Vincenzo Toscano, a former aerospace engineer turned e-commerce expert, is the CEO of Ecomsy, a top-related Amazon and Walmart brand management agency. Ecomsy has helped over 1,000 domestic and international brands scale on these marketplaces with an impressive track record of 8-figure ad spend and 9-figure managed revenue. From his start with Amazon FBA, leveraging his engineering salary, to now leading a team of 25 people, Winchester's journey is a testament to his dedication to the e-commerce industry. In this podcast, you will get the answers to these questions. What would you suggest for a D2C brand that is just starting with Amazon? How can a D2C brand grow by using both its website and Amazon? Can you share the unique benefits or challenges of managing both Amazon and your site? And of course, I'm here to help your D2C brand grow, so I asked all my favorite questions at the end. Books to read, mistakes to avoid, quick growth tips, and tools to use. Now let's get ready. How is working with Amazon brands for you? Yeah, working for, with Amazon brands is actually, you know, very interesting because it's completely different than any other platform in the sense that, especially if you come from D 2 C and you go into Amazon, it's a completely different game from the ads perspective, the way you optimize the listings the way you even do the images, the way you even uh, try to, you know, start building the the brand loyalty. And I think when you start working, especially in our case, that we work with brands in for so many diverse categories like pets, supplements, home and kitchen, so on. It's like every day is, is a new challenge. So yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the main difference between Amazon and Google Ads and SEO or other platforms? What is Amazon's advantages and what are the disadvantages of Amazon? Yeah, so I think some of the main advantages that I like about Amazon is that you need to understand that when people go to Amazon in the first place, they already have made a decision in their minds that they want to buy something, right? Because you're going to Amazon because you already uh, have that keyword in your mind or that product you want to buy. So the intention to purchase is much higher. And usually with the Amazon itself, one of the big uh, uh, difference compared to Google Ads and uh, even social media ads, which I'm going to touch as well, is that you target specific keywords on specific products. So it's much more targeted in the sense that usually people are looking for those keywords or those competitors, they already are in, in the mood of making that instant uh, purchase in that moment uh, in time, right? Which is not the, always the case with Google Ads, um, especially social media. Just to briefly jump on social media ads, when you do advertisement on social media, you try to actually break a pattern, right? you actually not advertising on specific keywords. You're, uh, you're advertising certain behaviors that, that people had in the past uh, based on interest and things like that. So usually what happens with social media is that you try to break a part of somebody scrolling, watching uh, the picture of dogs or their friends or whatever. You show them an ad and you're hoping that based on the past history they had on the platform, they might have the interest in that moment of time to actually go to your website and then uh, add the product to cart, check out. So it's a much more longer journey and that's why the conversion rate is much more uh, lower compared to Amazon. Uh, and then when you go to Google Ads, it's, it's like a hybrid in between. So intention to purchase is much higher than 
social media, but still lower than Amazon. And that's where actually sometimes uh, you can do a very clever approach, which we do with some of our brands that what we do is we use Google ads to sometimes drive traffic to your uh, to our Amazon listings uh, to basically captivate those, those audiences that are in the mood of purchasing, but maybe they don't use Amazon or if they do, maybe they first start the search on Google. And because we know Amazon has a very high conversion rate due to Prime and the brand loyalty, usually it's a very smart way to also drive some external traffic to Amazon. So usually those are some of the main differences. Yeah. What would you suggest for a D2C brand who is just starting now? If you're starting now and the budget is limited and, and you have no brand or nothing, you're starting from scratch. Uh, for most people, I usually advise to start with a marketplace and marketplace will be in this case, Amazon first, because when you're getting started and you have no brand or nothing, you need to start making sales as soon as possible. So you start generating some cash flow and then use that cash flow to keep growing the business. And because uh, this is now a mathematical issue in the sense that if you start with uh, your own website from day one, because the conversions that we know historically are much lower, then it's going to take you longer to basically get a, a higher ROAS on the money you invest. So because of that, you could start with Amazon, start getting sales uh, way faster, always taking consideration that you selected the right product, you're not on a saturated market and all those things that we know they are basic to this. But taking those things apart, usually Amazon allow you to start into the e-commerce journey much faster. And then from there, you can divert and start doing your D2C because once you have Amazon basically start generating some cash flow on a more efficient way, it's going to be much easier for you to leverage your D2C because on the D2C, then you can uh, provide a more uh, customized uh, service. You can have direct communication with the customers, uh, which of course are things that are not the case in Amazon. That's when sometimes you lose the connection between the brand and, and the customer, unfortunately, on the Amazon side. Yeah. And when should you have your own e-commerce store besides Amazon? So usually when I recommend having your own e-commerce store is that uh, once you, let's say you started on Amazon and you're already, um, Amazon is already on, on, on a profitable state that is, you already have fully optimized your listings, your images, your uh, advertisement campaigns are on a stable level. Then that's where I will start diverting some of the budget to start building your D2C side. Because of course, I never would advise to uh, basically have all the eggs into one basket because what happens is that and I had this issue with so many clients that it, if you put all your eggs into one basket, which means only selling on Amazon, if your account gets shut down or your listing gets taken down or extra competition or the kiosk get expensive within the Amazon platform, then you have nowhere to go, which is not the case with D2C because your website is your asset, your own, your uh, data in terms of the pixel data, the Google data and your email list, and you can do whatever you want with your clients. So to conclude and answer your, your question in short is if I, I already had my Amazon channel, where don't that is is profitable and then divert to D2C because if you try to do both things at the same time and your budget is limited, it's going to be even much harder and most likely none of them are going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And what would you say to D2C brands who started their own website and own e-commerce store and want to have another feed with Amazon? How to start with Amazon in this case? Sure. So in the case that is the other way around, let's say you already started with D2C and you already have basically some presence within your website, your social media following and so on. I think the nice thing of using starting on Amazon is that the first thing I would do as a first step in some is start on the market where it's easier for you in terms of Amazon to, to send inventory in, right? So let's say you, your D2C is mainly focused in the UK. Then ideally I would start with Amazon UK, right? Because you already have inventory in the UK. So 
so it's much easier to send inventory to to Amazon, and then Amazon can uh, help you leverage the logistics side of things, offering a prime delivery. Then the the nice thing of you as a D two C brand jumping to Amazon is that Amazon is gonna give you access to a market expansion so much easier compared to D two C because with Amazon, for example, if let's say you start in the UK but then you also want to expand to Europe. If you try to do that through the D2C route, which is basically you having your own 3PLs and your own logistics partners, it might be much more time consuming and more costly than basically just using, for example, the Amazon Pan-European program, which the Amazon Pan-European program, what it does, you send inventory to one location in Europe, let's say Germany, and Amazon distributes the inventory across Spain, Italy, France, etc. for you. And then as sales start happening, Amazon start distributing the uh, inventory accordingly. And there's a much faster faster way to, uh, for you to grow your D2C brand by using Amazon as, as a channel. Because if you try to do that, again, as I say, individually, like each country, you having to find the warehouse, having to find the right part and everything, it could be very costly. So to, to conclude this, I would say if you're a D2C brand, the first step I will do start with your home country where the D2C is already operating. And then use Amazon as a stepping stone to expand your international growth because it's going to be much more easier. And by the way, the nice thing of using Amazon instead of you trying to go by yourself to this country, it could be a very cost-effective way to test new markets because let's say you use Amazon to test France, which you have never tested before. And then you realize that Amazon uh, France is working very well. Then guess what? You can also open your D2C channel in France, use social media and Google ads in France to drive traffic to your French version of your website. And then over time, you can also bring your D2C French self things because Amazon allow you to validate that your products were received in France. So that's usually some of the approaches we do. Wow. So Amazon could be a really good growth channel for D2C brands who maxed out their own website. Yeah. And it's very, it's very cost effective. That's a nice thing as well. And how could these both work together parallelly? So how, how not to eat the traffic of Amazon and eat the traffic of the website? Yeah, of course. So that's something that when we work with brands is, is usually a concern because yes, they, they say if I start sending my sales to Amazon, then, you know, people might stop uh, buying on my specific website, right? So one thing that usually we advise is the following. So when it comes to, for example, let's say you, you have a, your D2C and your Amazon channel, right? So on the Amazon channel, what you can do to actually help you grow your website is that on your Amazon a specific product you're selling on, on their platform, you can do specific perks or specific experiences that they the only way they can redeem them is through your website so for example through your specific packaging on amazon you can offer them a uh, a warranty extension, you can offer them a, maybe a specific PDF download or a specific access to a digital piece of content, or it could even be a specific coupon, like a, a 20 euro coupon they can only redeem on your website. And this can allow you to leverage your Amazon traffic, which in the first place might not know your website in the first place to discover your website. And then your website, what you can do to keep them within your website to avoid them to go back to Amazon is maybe offer them specific type of discount, bundles that sometimes you don't have um, on Amazon because we have a client that what he does is that on Amazon, the only product that he sells is the cheapest product of his brand. He has like 50 plus type of SKUs and only the top three, five uh, cheapest product they have there on Amazon. And he uses that as a decoy to get new people into the brand to the cheapest products. And then once he gets people to the cheapest products through packaging a warranties and all of that, he gets the information. Then basically within with that retargeting to email marketing and so on, he basically puts the picture 
that if you want or more premium products or exclusive bundles or exclusive designs of the bottle or things like that the only way you can get them is on our website and and basically you can leverage both things you can use amazon as a new acquisition tool you can make money on amazon but at the same time you can leverage a your d2c right so this is one approach the other approach which is the opposite driving people from d2c to amazon uh, for example, in the US, Amazon just released a new program, which we actually have with some of our clients called Buy with Prime. And the other nice thing that you can do is that if you actually analyze your data within your D2C brand website, you're going to find a lot of times you have a lot of bouncing when people reach checkout, right? And this is usually because they are not confident to maybe put the credit card or too many steps, or, or sometimes you don't have specific type of delivery to certain locations, or you don't have next day delivery, which we know in the States is a big thing because people are nice used to next day delivery or same day delivery. So now what you can do with Amazon, you can integrate Amazon within your website. You can offer buy with Prime as a button in your website. So that means Amazon clients could still have the Prime experience, which is basically a next day delivery or same day delivery. They can check out with the Amazon account, but everything happens within your website and you keep their information. So that's another way of leveraging uh, the base of both words, which is having control of your brand to the D2C website, but also using Amazon uh, logistics uh, muscle to basically expand much faster and efficiently. And how can D2C brands leverage Amazon's uh, review system to increase credibility and visibility for their own brand yeah so something that you can do for example to to increase reviews uh, within amazon itself is the reality is that it's very limited because amazon is very strict with reviews so something that a Amazon puts on the table for you to utilize is, for example, Amazon Vine, which is a brand that you pay Amazon. And Amazon gives up to 30 free samples to basically influencers that they have into their network. And their job is to basically get your product and give you an honest uh, insightful review, right? So they put videos, images, very long reviews, and it's very nice. The only downside of that is that if the product is bad, because their job is to be honest, <laughs> They're going to say that the product is bad. So that's the one, the first option to get reviews. The second option is that just by keeping it very generic and very uh, honest, you can also put in your packaging or within your inserts that ask people to share the honest feedback. So just by uh, explaining how important that is for you as the founder and, and the brand itself. And the third option, uh, which Amazon gives you this option, you can basically um, uh, automate review requests to the orders. So each order, Amazon gives you the option to request a, a basically send an automated email for them to share a review. And there's a ton of software out there, which is free that every single amount of days, like every five to seven days after the order was received by the client, you send them an email, which I'm pretty sure you have received as well when shopping on Amazon that ask you how will you rate this product and then you put from one to five stars and that usually if you automate that and you say to all your orders can help you also increase your your reviews yeah. what could be the challenges that uh, if a D2C brand starts on Amazon and want to think like a D2C brand who started with their own website have you seen something like that that the mindset is on another place yeah so I would say one of the main challenges that I find is that when you're coming from a D2C to directly to Amazon one of the first chucks in terms of surprise that you get is that you don't have control of your customers. So you don't get access to their email address, phone number. You cannot reach out or really talk to them. So it's very limited what you can do with the information that Amazon gives you. There are some beta programs that Amazon is rolling out that now you can retarget them with certain emails or coupons with the people that left the product on the card and things like that. But it's on a beta, beta right now. So that's the first 
chuck. Like you don't have a lot of control onto on, under your customer list, and realistically, you don't own the customer. Like your website, you could have at least of five, twenty, thirty thousand customers that you know they have purchased from you in the past. In Amazon, you don't got you don't have access to that data. So I think that is sometimes a bit shocking because understanding that that you don't own the customer is a different game altogether in terms of what you do with your advertisement, what you do with the with the promotions that you put out on the market, the retargeting. So I think that's the, the, the first challenge and that's where most people struggle when going from D2C uh, to Amazon. However, from my experience, usually they come from D2C that they have a successful D2C and go to Amazon. Usually they have a bigger chance of success because usually D2C is much more difficult than Amazon. Uh, you being able to build a brand and a customer base on your own is much more difficult. And the fact that you even uh, managed to do it before going to Amazon, that already proves the concept that your product is something really unique. You're doing very, something very nice with your brand. And usually when you try to bring this to Amazon, combined with the fact that Amazon has a higher conversion than even your uh, traditional website, usually it ends up providing a better outcome based on my experience if you do things correctly. If you had the time and energy to write a book or launch a course about Amazon versus D2C brands versus their own e-commerce sites, what would be the title of it? How to own your customers. <laughs> I would call it like this because I feel it, the number one mistake that unfortunately Amazon brands are struggling and this ties to DTC is that they are very good at advertising. They're very good at creating a product and everything, but based on experience, they are not good at building a, a customer base. And that's purely because the platform doesn't allow you. They, you don't, they don't allow you how to teach you how to leverage that. So for example, from my experience, Amazon says lack the skills of how to retarget the customer after they purchase you, how to leverage that list to launch new products or how to use that yeah the customer at least to sometimes expand to other markets so it's something that they don't have the skills because they are very tied into the amazon bubble which is only a advertisement and 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 the things that you can do within the amazon ecosystem as well so i think a book like that will teach them how to own their own customers that have the platform hmm. <laughs> and last but not least i want to give some nutrition for d2c brands and i will have four quick questions and i want some quick answers from you. So what books or influencers would you recommend to read or follow for a D2C brand? So I think a very good book that people will benefit is a Profit First because I think a big mistake is that it's not only D2C but a lot of e-commerce brands they focus only on revenue, scaling and all of that and they never build into their margins the profitability from day one and if you don't build a profit margin from day one then trying to add the profit margin later on you might end up designing systems and processes that didn't take into consideration the profit and when you add it then you realize the whole model wasn't even profitable in the first place so make sure from day one you build uh, that into your margin which is yeah the profit so it's called profit first yeah great it's like an eastern eastern europe mindset yeah <laughs> <laughs> good the second is what is the biggest mistake that d2c brands could make the single biggest one the biggest mistake i have seen is with influencer marketing a lot of people i've seen throwing thousands and thousands of dollars just spending the influencers because they have millions of followers and, and so on and usually a First of all, that doesn't allow you to build a brand because you're just relying on the hype of one picture, one one story that give you a boost on sales, but you don't really build a following. So try to focus less on the on the shiny object, which is you know hiring all these uh, crazy expensive influencers and try to build evergreen content. So this by uh, true blogs 
to more like a small to micro influencers, which really allow you to build a, a warm uh, audience in the long term. And on top of that, put a lot of content in, in your social media that is very organic. I think the mentality that everything has to be to these huge influencers to succeed as a brand is a big uh, no no based on experience because mo most of them you spend the money, you see the spike, but you don't really build a brand. And that's the that's really the the beauty of D two C that you want to build a brand in the long term, not just a spike on revenue during summer because you had an influence saying Ibiza using your product. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the third is, could you tell me your quick growth tip related to DTC brands on Amazon? A very quick tip that you guys have compared to most Amazon sellers, you have a customer list, right? You have an email list. So something that we're doing with D2C brands when we bring it to Amazon, most of our clients may have 50, 100,000 emails. And we use it usually from day one, as soon as we launch on Amazon, we say, okay, you have an exclusive 10, 20% coupon on this new listing that you can get on Amazon. You also, is Prime enabled. That means you're not going to pay for delivery. Use this link below to redeem it. And usually this is very easy way for you to position your product because you're going to get a ton of people coming from outside of Amazon, which Amazon loves. On top of that, the conversion is going to be very high because these people have purchased from you in the past. And the third thing, if you're doing, for example, in countries such as the US, you can use something called the Amazon brand referral bonus, which Amazon actually pays you 10% back of the purchase back to you, basically to thank you for bringing this external traffic. So it's usually a big tip I will give to all the D2C brands because you have already the customer, you just need to point them now towards Amazon and you can position your product much faster and also build your uh, Amazon channel much more efficiently. Yeah, that's great. And the last question is, what tools would you use as a D2C brand for growth? Okay, so in terms of tools, I will use something that will allow me to uh, manage all my marketplaces in a sing single place because when you're a D2C brand, you start to expand into Amazon, Walmart, which is an all the marketplace, which is the main focus of today's podcast. I think uh, a mistake I see a lot is that you fall into the trap that uh, now you have a lot of things going on. You are not able to track all of them at the same time on one dashboard and you start losing track of which channel is profitable, which channel is spending more advertising, which one I have low inventory. So one tool I would advise you to, to use is some is a multi-channel platform uh, manager. So there's a lot of them out there. So for example, uh, Noverstock is one. You have a Merchant Spring, which is also very good. And there are many more that I would advise you to explore because I feel like as soon as you exit your D2C and you start doing Amazon, Walmart, Target, and Allegro, all of this, you definitely need one pager that every single morning you click and you can see all in one place because so that's the mistake I have seen some of our clients doing that. They start expanding to other marketplaces and because they need to log one by one, it becomes very tedious. You end up doing a lot of mistakes. You run out of stuff because you don't really have visibility of everything in one place. And and yes, it's a must. Definitely they get a tool that can allow you to see everything in one dashboard. Thank you, Vincenzo, for answering my call and giving this tremendous amount of value for the listeners. It's a pleasure, Miklo. So thank you for having me on the show. And yes, anything you guys may have in terms of questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, you can find me on all the social media channels such as, uh, as Vincenzo Toscano. Uh, my agency as well, Ecomsy. So any question regarding marketplace, specifically, you know, Amazon, Walmart, more than happy to answer them for you. Great, thanks. And don't forget to try these tips today. For more seeds and nutrition, stay tuned for the next episode.